Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby, an empowerment coach at ValSelby.com, and I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. I'm excited today to have Lisa Tenner here. Lisa, she's from LisaTenner.com, and she is the book writing coach. And when she says she's an author expert, she is not kidding. Just reading through her short bio is exciting. It's super exciting to look at. I'd like to welcome you, Lisa. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Val. It's great to be here with you and your listeners. So can you just tell my listeners just a little bit about what you do? Just like the short story, because we definitely will get into a lot more of the longer story here soon. Sure, sure. Well, it's interesting because I'm in the midst of kind of broadening how I see myself. But, uh, but the, the main thing I do is help people get their books written and get published and really exceptional books, books that make a big difference in the lives of both the author and the reader. And uh, that, that really have that extra something, right? Juicy books. And usually they're self-help, how-to, business. Uh, Those tend to be the arenas, some health books, um, and occasionally memoir. So, but but there's a piece of what I do with those authors that I call Meet Your Muse, where we're connecting with their uh, creative source, right? And uh, so the book I'm working on myself right now, my own book, really works in that broader way, you know, with anybody who, whether you're journaling or you're... Um, you know, you're, you're writing blog posts. It doesn't have to be a book. There's a way in which we can access our deepest creativity and it's going to make our work not only easier and flow, but also our best work, more inspiring and powerful um, for the reader and the author. Nice. I love when I'm bringing in somebody new that I haven't met um, before and within the first few bits of conversation. It's just like, oh my goodness, chills, because yep, that's why you were just brought together. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so many, so many of my my friends and and even myself, we have books that are just sitting there in the back of our head. And um, you're gonna be an excellent resource for all of that. <laughs> So I want to open up with, because um, of course here um, at, on Your Bold Podcast, I'm, I'm really lis- leaning into the 40s and these midlife years and a bunch of the changes. Do you remember having a change happen in your 40s? Yes. When I was 42, I had my second child and he was born at home, actually. <laughs> um, so it, you know, it was, it was, it, it's a big thing, I think, going from one child to two. Um, and, uh, and with my first child, I, I had left the nonprofit world. I was just home for the first few years and and not working and then working very part-time, um, starting a business. So it was, it was easier in a way, you know, suddenly with a second child, um, I had a fairly successful business. And so, you know, a lot of it was about, wow, how do I, be a mom and be really there and and be a mom at home with my baby and and also not completely that the business goes so in my early 40s it was about you know finding that balance and then as he went to school uh it became uh you know easier to ramp up again i guess mm-hmm. uh but but i think i learned a lot about 
balancing and also about working smart instead of right. you know just hard without without being strategic about where you put your energy especially nowadays where we've got um, social media and other aspects of the internet we can spend a lot of time on things that uh, just take time but don't necessarily move us forward so yeah. Uh, so I think I think those were some of the things happening in my 40s. Right. And especially since, I mean, you had a successful business that you loved. So it's not like you were willing to do one or the other. You wanted the best of both worlds. And you yeah. deserved the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't imagine yeah, fitting it, them all together. It definitely helps for that business to be a business from home where, you know, I can juggle things and when he goes to bed, I can go back on the computer, that kind of thing. Right. It seems like so long ago for me. <laughs> so <laughs> since you were in a different mindset than myself, because when you were having your second child, I was hitting the empty nest at that time. So our, our mind, our experience is so different. When did you feel a bigger shift happen in your mindset? Definitely in my 50s. And I think what's happened in my 50s is I have my first book it got published by Health Communications. And that's what really got me started in this field and of helping people not make all the mistakes I made in the beginning and learn the ropes a lot more quickly mm -hmm. and uh, be a lot more empowered than I was when I started with my book. Uh, but but um, but in writing my own books, you know, I often uh, as a book coach would, would definitely give more weight to my clients' books and, and prioritize that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I would start books and then not finish them. And honestly, I think that some of it was I was writing a lot of books that really came from my blog voice. You know, they were really like, here I am the expert telling you how to do this. Right. Um, and you know, that's an oversimplification. I think there's always some personality and authentic personality that comes through, but they felt, they didn't feel like fully embodied in the way that the book I'm working on right now feels. More it's talking like, at them instead of sharing with them. Um, yeah, I mean, there was some sharing, no question, but yeah, it, it, they really were practice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now, um, I, I, I think, I wasn't completely, I wouldn't say talking at them, but there was maybe some of that expert voice and there was definitely, um, I don't know, it wasn't fully me in some ways. And I didn't give myself pro full permission to play an experiment, I think. Mm -hmm. And so now I, you know, I'm, I'm continuing to work with clients, but I also am making my book a priority as well. And uh, really allowing myself to experiment and play. And uh, so the writing feels to me so much better. And so that's been really a profound change, I think, is, uh, and, and along with that, you know, like being more conscious about time in nature and self-care. Mm -hmm. um, I practice Qigong, so I'm, I'm in my 50s, that's really become a bigger part of my life. And, and you know, it, it, it impacts every part of my life because there's the physical health benefits of Qigong, but there's also this mindfulness it just naturally brings into your life. You're, you know, you're more relaxed and you're more aware of your behaviors and able to pivot more easily. So that's been pretty profound and, and it also certainly affects my creative life and uh, inspiration. So that's that's been a big 
big piece, I think, of the wisdom of my 50s, I would say. And right. the, the, the mindset, a little bit of mindset change. Yeah, just to shift. Mm-hmm. I've had a, such a great time throughout d- the different decades that, um, you know, I don't wish d- certain decades away, of course, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people are upset when they hit that new decade. And for me, I've just had such good experiences throughout with the change eventually being positive mm-hmm. that I look, I look at my fifties and I'm just like, wow, what's going to happen in my fifties. If my forties have been this amazing, what in the world are my fifties going to be like? That's great. <laughs> so I know that we were talking before and you had mentioned that midlife is a really good time to start writing that book. Um, why do you feel like that? Well, a lot of the people I work with are in their 40s and 50s and even sometimes beyond that. And, and I think a lot of it is that by that time, you've gathered experiences and wisdom. You have a lot of stories to tell. Mm-hmm. It's not that younger people don't have stories to tell, but I think you have that gift of time and ability to make sense of your stories. And to share them in a context that's really helpful and empowering for others. Um, And and I think also a lot of times people feel like when they're younger, well, I got to make a living and, you know, there are all these pieces you have to do. And and sometimes in your forties or fifties, there's a little bit more space. Um, And certainly the book can be part of making money. It can really support a new business or an existing business. And a lot of people I work with are doing that, but, but it also, you know, means taking some time, before the book's ever making money and working on it. And, and I think sometimes in the 40s and 50s, people have a little bit more space for that or, or they've gotten better at organizing their time so they're able to make the space for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know for me, you know, since I do have the empty nest now and, you know, I'm just taking care of the dogs, which are <laughs> sometimes harder than the children were. <laughs> you know, it's it's easy for me to say this needs to happen. I do need to start writing. I do need to work on it. Um, and, and I can look at, you know, I've wanted to write one for, or multiple for quite a while, but I hadn't done complete transformations through quite a few different things. So I think for me, that was one of the reasons why I didn't feel earlier that I had the book actually in me was because I didn't have some outcomes. I think I just had stories. Mm-hmm. which is probably where a coach comes into a major help, right? For pulling all of that out <laughs> and realizing. Yeah. I think it can, you know, because we have so many experiences and so much that's gone on. It can feel overwhelming even just to think about um, where to start, right? We'll think about that book all the time, but then when it comes to writing it, you know, it's just like this analysis paralysis or just, you know, feeling a little stuck and, and, um, there are a lot of ways to get unstuck, a lot of different ways and different things work for different people, but sometimes, you know, a coach can really help you move through it more quickly and have a breakthrough and get that writing coming in a way that is likely to lead to a book and not just maybe a lot of scraps of the paper or files on the computer, you know, but actually a book that right. you can hold and touch and share and sell right. and people can give his gifts, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And share. Yeah. And get that story out and help others. Absolutely. And I know that I'm right. I don't know if it's just the crowd that I'm in right now, but I have a lot of women entrepreneurs that are my age that 
are wanting to write a book and they have books that are in their head and we've even talked about it, myself included, I have lists down of what I want to write. Um, so how would you kind of suggest that they do get started without, you know, giving away everything, of course, but, but what would be like a really good place just like right now I have a general book idea. Um, okay. So I'm going to give you two things because they both really help. And the first is really getting clear on your vision, you know, maybe even describing, sitting down and describing your vision for like the book is published and now what's happening as a result of the book. You know, who are you working with and what's that like and what are people telling you about the book and, and um, you know, the feedback that you're getting about the impact it's having. Really imagine that and imagine who is being impacted by it. And that will really help you in, in understanding your market and, and writing the, the right book, the one that's going to have the impact you're looking for. And also your vision can inspire you throughout the process. It could keep you motivated. So I really love to start there. Um, but the other piece that's equally important if you're getting started is to say, okay, schedule it in your calendar for every single week. Uh, and really treat it like an important meeting, you know, mm -hmm. don't just blow it off, but do it. So if you do those two things, those will really help make for a very strong start. You are absolutely speaking my language because that's one of the things in my what do I want workshop that I talk about is, you know, what's your perfect life look like? And, and envision it and what you're wearing and and so yeah you just you just took it exactly perfect to who are you impacting who are you talking to um, mm -hmm. I love it that's that is perfect um, so do you think is it more difficult to get published when you're in your midlife is there any no, correlation to it I, no, I, I wouldn't say at all especially I mean for you the people you work with tend to be in their 40s or 50s right so um, actually, and maybe I'm sure there's some listeners who are younger, but, um, but it's so, you know, your readership is actually, um, right there with you. So no, I don't think it's more difficult at all. In fact, you know, if you're looking for a traditional book deal, you know, publishers really are looking to see that you are connecting with your readers already mm -hmm. and in a, in a meaningful way, you know, on social media that they're interacting on social media with you, sharing and commenting that, um, that you, you know, you've got a mailing list and, and you know, just that people are engaged with you mm -hmm. or maybe you're speaking in front of large groups, but those are some of the things that publishers love to see. So, you know, if you are looking for a book deal, then that, that kind of thing is going to be important to most publishers. Um, if you're looking to self-publish, you can use the book to grow your platform. You can use the book to grow your community and not worry too much about how big it is to start. Although obviously the, the more um, of a foundation you have, the easier it will be to give your book a lift from the get-go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I guess that would make sense. So it, all of you women entrepreneurs out there, you've, if you've got that book on your mind already and you're building your audience, you're already a step ahead. So take that into consideration. Um, so totally not kidding. I know a lot of women that have wanted to write their book and talk about being in print. And we were just at a uh, conference in Atlanta where we were all talking about 
the books in our head, you know, as we're over lunch and, and how we really need to start doing it and pushing each <laughs> other. And <laughs> so I well, know that you've got I'll a to the preview call you and I talked about. I know, exactly. <laughs> so it's leading up to the fact that you have something in place that's coming up right next week. Yes. Yes, January 15th. And um, I'm going to teach you how to bring your book to life in 2020, uh, 2020 sorry. <laughs> bring your book to life in 2020. So, you know, we'll be covering all that getting started and clearing what's in the way or coming, overcoming what's in the way and some tips to write an exceptional book as well. And we'll talk about some of the things that my clients have done to get five and six figure book deals. And that's relevant to anybody because whether you're looking to get a book deal, and, and then it's very crucial, or you're self-publishing, um, those same tips are going to really help you reach readers and have a bigger impact and have your book be as successful as possible. So, um, so those tips are great for anybody. Yeah, and I will definitely be signing up for that and getting in there. And listeners, I will I have the link down in the in the show notes for this podcast so that you can join me as well. Because I'm tired of saying every year that this book is going to get written and I really want to do this. It's like put up or shut up time. <laughs> get yeah. it going. Get it yeah. going. <laughs> so. so it's life changing to write a book and get it out there in the world. It really is. And I, I saw that in my own life and I see it with my clients all the time, um, how they go from, you know, one level of impact and influence to, you know, a completely different sphere. And, uh, it, it really, you know, it's like they're blossoming, right? Like a beautiful flower. Yeah. It, it is, it is amazing. Yeah, it's it. amazing to watch watch people when when they've you know it's in them mm -hmm. and you know they have that greatness and then all of a sudden they realize that it really is there mm -hmm. and then it's kind of like the world is just wide open because it's like well now where are they gonna go <laughs> mm -hmm. now how much are they gonna do and how much are they gonna change and and for the good I do mean change for the good because now they're going to bring their story out to so many other people and I mean if you write a book and you help one person, that's amazing. But just the, the impact that I feel like a book can have on the world is just, it's mind blowing. It's exciting. And it's, it makes me nervous all at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so before we wrap this up, of course, I have to ask you, um, I'm big on finding what your dammits are. And since you're new, um, dammits are that thing that you really love about your personality. Um, something that's just so natural that you might not even know that that's your, your, your big personality trait, but mm -hmm. a lot of people will call it a, a superpower per se. Um, so what do you feel like is one of your dammits? So my dammit is my muse. And by that, I mean my creative source. Uh -huh. And it's, it's not just my muse, but I think it's also really helping others get connected to their muse and getting, drawing answers from their muse, you know, so if you're thinking about your book, it is helpful and important to talk about, you know, which is the most marketable book or which book makes sense with my business, but then it's also really important to check inside and really find 
that inner knowing, connect with that inner knowing about your book. And what does that muse want the book to be? And, 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 and also like what, what juiciness does your muse want to bring to it? So you might have the right book in mind, but your muse will have these creative, cool ways to make it a really extraordinary book. Wow. I love it. That's such a different, damn it. Yay. I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> such a different one. I love, love, love muse. And I will have to absolutely uh, tap into my inner muse and work towards this. So um, thank you so much for being here, Lisa. And everyone, I'm gonna put her information in here because like I said, I'm going to definitely um, jump into that class on the 15th and get some work done. If you are like me and you have a book or multiple books on there, I really do recommend a, a getting a coach. Um, to help pull it out so you're not just staring at that blank piece of paper or that blank screen um, you do have stories inside you that you need to share with the world and lisa can definitely help that um, i'm if you take a look at her bio it's amazing <laughs> and i have to say for one um today's show is something that keeps popping up with a bunch of my different coaches and mm -hmm. I want to be on the Today Show. I have not written my book yet to get on the Today Show. So when I saw that you have helped people get on the Today Show, I was like, oh, here it is again. <laughs> well, I, you know, I do want to clarify that um, I wasn't, like, I wasn't a publicist. I didn't contact the Today mm -hmm. Show. So it, it happened in various ways for different clients who've been on the Today Show. Um, but certainly with several of them, I really help them be able to see themselves as able to do that, right? And coach mm -hmm. them to mm -hmm. like, I can do this. And for most of them, it did take their book to help get them on too. So um, I, I just want to be sure I'm not taking credit for a piece. Right, right. No, no, no. And yeah. And I would, well, I mean, you're not, you're not taking the direct credit, but I would honestly <laughs> think that the fact that you pulled the book out and the fact that that book gave so much confidence to them, Mm -hmm. you know, really helped force that because it's not like you jump on the Today Show and you got to have some confidence to go and do that for sure. Right, right. <laughs> you don't just get the confidence overnight on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely part of what we look at as we're, you know, working on the book too is, is like how it does connect with the media, right? Because, you know, that is how the book's going to end up or often, you know, how it, how it ends up getting wings and really taking off is is the media coverage whether it's social media and more grassroots or whether it's like big media um so that is a discussion we have and i often do and especially you know when people are looking for traditional publisher they've got to have a certain um certain platform right a certain reach mm -hmm. to interest publishers and so that's definitely part of what you know, what goes in the mix. I do right. coach people on book proposals and that includes some of that platform building because it, it's just such an important piece nowadays of um, what an author brings to the table. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And they want to know that you're already, you're already in that market, I'm sure, and, and, and making yeah. connections with, with your audience and all of that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so before we totally wrap this up, did you have anything else? Any questions or? You know, I would just, say that um, if you 
you know, if you have this desire to write a book, um, you can do it, right? I, I think it wouldn't be there if you didn't have the desire. And doing it might mean working with someone like me and joining my Bring Your Book to Life program, or it might mean um, working with a co-author and, you know, kind of egging each other on. Or, you know, even sometimes people hire a ghostwriter, and I, I know some good ghostwriters, you know, because they're just not seeing themselves as a writer, but they have this mm -hmm. message to get out and they need more support than the average person. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it's, there are lots of ways to do it, but really honor it. And, um, and if it's important to you, you know, make the time, like we said, you really have to schedule it and, uh, and take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, as a coach myself, I advocate for getting coaches for, for anything, especially if you've got a roadblock that you're, you're stopped on. Um, the, when you bring in a coach, they just, you're stuck usually. And you're stuck because you have one process in your head of how things are, are supposed to be completed or done. And a coach can come in and like, like Lisa just, you know, told us different ways. You know, you don't, there's not just one way to write a book. So she can come in and help you work through, you know, how, how to get it done. And it might not be the most traditional of ways, but as long as it gets done, it gets done when it's going to help people. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much, Lisa, for being here. And that's Lisa Tenor at lisatenor.com. And she is the book writing coach. And I hope that you will go and check her out and join me in her class. It's going to start on January 15th. I want to thank it's, all it's of a free free class on the 15th. Yes, we I don't think we stressed that either. <laughs> that is a free class. So there's a, if you are ready to start your book, definitely click the link and jump in and and let's get our books written in 2020. So thank you everyone for joining us today. I am looking forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self.